Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, uh, Patrick, the news came down this morning. We don't have many details yet, but 38-year-old Adam Zimmer has passed away unexpectedly. Uh, A post by his sister on Instagram confirmed it. And I don't know. I mean, it's kind of shocking when someone that young passes away. It's the second time now that Mike Zimmer's wife passed away a decade and a half ago. So sad news. Yeah, it is. Uh, And... uh... You know, there were, the word was out yesterday, but the Vikings weren't the ones to confirm it. And uh, and uh, I think he died in town here. He was working for uh, Cincinnati, but from what I heard is he was in town here. And uh, uh, I don't know, he, he was not married. So uh, I, I don't know if he had a companion or what, what was going on. But uh, yeah, the, uh, you know, the couple of, I know I talked to a couple of Viking people and so did others. And they said, well, we're, we aren't the ones to to uh, confirm this, but yeah, I didn't really know the guy at all, but uh, he's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it is bad. 38 year old and he and Zim were incredibly close. I mean, Zim made him, made him his co-defensive coordinator and was, uh, you know, brought him in and uh, supposedly what during COVID, the kid was down there living on a ranch with Zim and coming up with plots to uh, hopefully improve the defense. So yeah, it's, I guess he was a football one football maniac which uh probably ran in the family huh yeah and, and poor mike too I'm, i mean i can't I'm, I'm not a dad but i cannot imagine l- losing a kid that has to be absolutely the worst thing in life yeah i've uh i've been in a family situation a long time ago where that happened where a kid died with the son died young and the and the People, they never, you know, you never recover from it, really, when you bury your kids. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure some people do, but uh, uh, it, it's a, it is a blow, to say the least, uh, to uh, to do that. I've, I've seen it myself. I've heard about it. I've seen friends who had to experience it, and it's, uh, it's the worst thing there is, probably. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, we'll find out more, I guess, today as the day progresses as to what what occurred and uh, how this happened. Zim still hasn't uh, sent out any kind of a official statement yet on it. So I would think so. And obviously Adam has his own, you know, decade plus coaching career. Yeah. And, but I think mm-hmm. it's, it's hard not to just think of Mike Zimmer's last 15 years and yeah. wife, kid, the way that the job ended last year, it's just, it's been, not that there haven't been some peaks and some high moments for him Mm -hmm. too, but it's, there's been some rough stuff, man, for him. Yeah, all the shots taken at him when he left here that uh, he was, uh, you know, we we went from, uh, 
you know, he came in and he was the, you know, he was, he, he didn't use the term, but he was the new sheriff in town, just like uh, Denny was. And, uh, you know, for five or six years, that was, you know, them. We, we got Zim. Everybody was happy with Zim. And the fact he hated his kickers and things like that wasn't that big a deal back then. But, uh, you know, when the last couple of years didn't go the way they wanted, uh, it's, you know, a lot of people turned on him and including players. I think, uh, I think the worst thing that, not the worst thing as a coach, the worst thing that happened to his legacy here was when Kendricks came out and basically said he was a tyrant and yeah. uh, that, that you know, when, when a credible player like that came out and said it, uh, who had had success, that was, uh, that was, uh, that made it open season on him. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that down there on the, uh, in the ranch, he was, uh, he was not happy. And, uh, uh but, uh, yeah, this is, this is obviously a step way behind any of that stuff. So, yeah, good luck to him that he can uh, overcome this. But uh, you know, it'll 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 suffer for a long time. That's for sure. Yeah, there's. I just pulled up. Courtney Cronin had a feature two years ago. This is sometime in 2020 on Adam Zimmer. And if you get a chance, I mean, you can just for the audience, you can just Google Courtney Cronin, Adam Zimmer, and it's like the second or third link that pops up. And it's if you're just looking for more information on him, more backstory sort of how his mom dying affected him. Uh, it, it's obviously a much sadder read today than it would have been two years ago. Um, but it talks a lot about, too, how he was, he was, I think Adam was able to build rapport with players a little better than maybe his dad was because mm-hmm. he was younger. And, I mean, you know, he was in his 20s and 30s when he was coaching with, with the Vikings. And so just a recommendation for the audience if you want to go and read more about about Adam from a couple of years ago. The day, uh, the day Zim got the job here, uh, or with the – First day it came out, I got a, his dad was uh, still living down in uh, Florida. He was retired down in Florida, but his dad had been his high school coach and his mentor and all his old thing. And I got a hold of dad and dad was, a, I mean, it was a, it was a beautiful conversation uh, because he was so proud of his son, but he was a hard nosed football man. I think it was Bill. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and look, but he was, uh, I called the wife. And I got, got somehow got a phone number and called the wife and, uh, she, she was a character too. And then she put Bill on and about, again, I'm throwing out the name. I can't remember, but, uh, dad was, I mean, it's a, it is a football family. That is for sure. Cause the old man was the, 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 the old man meeting, uh, Zim's father was, a was a tough old, I think he came back from that generation where if, uh, you know, a kid screwed up, you could grab his helmet on. They say you could grab his face mask, or maybe you could even give him that little forearm across the head, you know, to, to uh, do your job like you're supposed to back in the day. I remember, uh, who was uh, Ronnie Earhart, right? Ronnie Earhart was a crusty old uh, deep. What He went to the Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator with who? Uh, 15 years ago. I don't remember. He he was tied into he the Patriots around. at one point. He was well, around for everybody. He wasn't with the Patriots, and he was with somebody else. Belichick. But, yeah. but he was a high school coach in North Dakota, one of those small schools in North Dakota is where he started off. And it was, uh, you know, coached all of it, football, basketball, coached everything, and and, and Fayad. And apparently uh, some kid, I, I told this story about this guy, 
they got a hold of somebody who played for him, and this kid smarted off to him, and he did this thing, you know, whoop, and the kid went rolling. <laughs> this guy told me the kid did about five somersaults across the across the court, you know, and back then nobody thought anything of it. Of course, I wrote that, and then ah, they should have been fired and all that stuff. Crusty <laughs> old. And that, that's where Zim comes from. He comes from a crusty old dad who was a hard-nosed football coach in high school in Illinois. Yeah. And they run the football. That's what they do. Yes, those guys do. like to. That's if if that's you were right. if you were curious about why Mike liked to run so much, mm-hmm. it's because that's where the origin of we're going to run the football yes. comes from. Although, you know, I don't think he ever claimed to know a damn thing about offense. He just get frustrated when <laughs> when it was third and eight all the time, and he wanted to run a football. And uh, so, but yeah, all he knew about football is when he played for his dad, they ran the damn ball and what was wrong with still running it today. You're right. It's still, I don't know, maybe I need to just get over this, but it, I think there's, there's, it's hard for people to be nuanced. I know this is breaking news in 2022. Mm -hmm. It couldn't have just been, you know what? Mike Zimmer had a really nice run here as a head coach. It was just kind of time for a new voice, and yeah. instead, instead, it had to be literally labeling labeling him as this cancer and as yeah. this. It's yeah. it still bothers me the way that mm-hmm. he was framed yeah, I up. I don't think. Uh, well, I guess we went. Denny went through it too, probably because yeah. but Denny been feuding with the media for years, uh, and a lot of a lot of us. Uh, I'm not sure how I escorted him out of town, but I. I got to the point, even with the feud going on, that the last five years or so, I didn't really ever just bash him. I would try to have fun with him, you know, kind of needle him a little bit. But, uh, yeah, Denny kind of had the situation, but Zim really never had any scandals here. Like, uh, Denny did have a big scandal. So it, it was, yeah, it was, it was, you know, Les Fraser got to leave town without anybody ripping him, right? The, even Ticey, we didn't. I mean, Ticey, oh, yeah. Ticey's last year, we had the love boat, the ticket scandal, and what, what was the third one? There was three things that year. There was there was three things Ticey uh, ran into that year, and we ah, poor Ticey, he had to get fired. Chili, we didn't like Chili from the get go. So, but anyway, yeah, we haven't, we haven't. Wave goodbye to our coaches in a very friendly manner with the no, Mike. and now and now everyone's gonna like oh you know put their arms around yeah, Mike right, and it's right, like right. well I mean screw you man like that's yeah, that's yeah. how I would feel yeah that's true I I think that's a good point if you're all right now yeah now it's gonna be all the you know for them and I mean you know. yeah it's I I don't know though boy I just hope he can I just hope that uh, he can. He can deal with this because I, I'm sure he, I'm sure being away from football really has not been easy for him anyway because it's so much of his life. And now this, of course, is ten times that. So I don't know. I think the thing, Pat, with with Green and and Zim though is is this: both of them were tr- uh, tremendously popular when they got here because they they were perceived as, to your point, the new sheriff, the authority yes. guy in town, and we love that because they were going to put a boot up somebody's butt. Mm-hmm. But then we get tired of that act. Where Ticey was just sort of, I think, this lovable sort of goofball 
Oh yeah. And and Frazier was the nicest guy. I, I mean, that guy had no yeah. business being a, a head coach from a personality standpoint. He's a good coach. But I think that's the difference is we grow tired of guys whose tough guy act wanes. Chili just got off to a terrible start. That first press conference was awful. He he was doomed from the word go PR wise. And a and a and a good guy. If you talk to him, he's a really an oddball, but yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a character. But uh you know, he's but you know what? In Chili's case, it's kind of like Mason. You know, Mason was like a increasingly bigger dink as the coach of the Gophers, you know, and the public made Bill Mackey was in the stands chanting fire Mason. Now he's the funniest guy ever. He just, you know, a, you know, Barrero always gives him a hard time about having remodeled his career, you know, having remodeled his, his Barrero got him fired. I feel like he, yeah, re- he well, wrote him for 10 well, years. He got his image, <laughs> but he got his image changed. And to a degree, that's right. But, uh, but he's, you know, now I, you know, he he just always was surly when you asked him questions and stuff, and and uh, now you call him up and it's uh, you know it's a jokeathon. It's uh, he was at the Babu <laughs> tailgate two yeah, weeks ago, just now. you know, yeah. arm around everyone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> taking pictures. You know, I think he you know he got out of football. He made probably more money doing whatever he, the investment thing he got into. He's got the. Got the happy life. He's seventy-two. I heard him the other day. He's down at he's down somewhere in Florida, hanging out, playing great golf courses, and and he was uh, he was talking about there's a lifetime fitness down there that's basically a bar and a you know a, you know some high end lifetime fitness, and he said he made some of us comment about. And boy, the clientele here is just really, uh, you know, it was basically an old lascivious guy talking, hinting that the, uh, <laughs> that they were, that the uh, clientele coming in. So, I mean, he changed. He changed. And I, Chili's changed a lot, too. Chili's easier than hell to talk to now. And he, he, Chili changed in the process, but it was too late. You know, it was too late because he got off to such a bad start. Jeb, maybe you should take a flyer there. Maybe you should reach out for the oh, first time in still 10 lives years. Here. He still he lives in the here. Twin Cities still? Yeah, well, that was a Western bad suburbs. thing because you, you and he were good and then he were bad, right? And well, yeah, because 2010 required me to do some digging that he didn't appreciate. I think he thought I wouldn't do it. And, uh, you know, when you cut moss without telling the Wilfs, it's really hard to ignore that one. And then when yes. you lie to everyone after yeah. the fact, yeah. yeah. But he he didn't he didn't tell the truth when Moss came in. They made him take it. You know, I think he never wanted him. I well, think he wanted him. He should have just called the Wilfs and said, "I want to cut him," instead of yes. cutting him and then telling the Wilfs, "I cut yes. him." Yeah. That put him on double <laughs> secret probation. That's why he got fired. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> he wouldn't have been fired because he still had like four years left on the extension he had just signed. That's one of the stupidest things the Vikings have ever done. Yes. Randy Moss leaves New England because they won't pay him because he leaves a chance to win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. You love and if you're going to bring him here, you better plan to pay him. Else his attitude isn't going to change. You can't be that stupid to not know that if he comes in here and finds out he's not going to get a contract, he's going to be an even bigger jackass than he was around Bel- that got him cut by Belichick. So, I mean, got, you know, got rid of him 
Belichick got rid of him. So, uh, do you think uh, Moss would have had maybe two more productive years if given the, you know, the the, the if the paycheck was a little heftier yeah. and a team a team believed in him? I don't know. Did he? Did he? Or was he just cooked? I don't know he how much. He, I mean, they got a hell of a they got a hell of a year out of him in New England, did they? I mean, they did. Oh, they got a great year, but he yeah. was good. But yeah, Bill Bill traded him because they weren't going to pay him because he was cooked. Well, I, I think because of his attitude too, he was like, yeah, he was, he was he, until he went back he, there, Pat. Because he, he realized, him. because he realized he wasn't going to get paid, he stopped giving a damn, and that that don't work for Belichick. So, anyway, yeah, this is a, this is a sad story though. This yeah. Is, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, World Series rained yeah, out last night. I feel like that That's doesn't okay. happen very often. We're back That's- here tonight. That's okay. So I get a Sunday seventh game, which is what I want. If uh, if they uh, if they end up playing, I I looked a couple of days ago, and the and the forecast in Philly is a lot better, so that they should be able to play the next three nights. And uh, maybe this series will get some momentum with the public. I I don't know, uh, yeah. but uh, this is these are the dates that they want to play. You know, Saturday, Sunday. Da, da, da. Actually, what they wanted to do, right? Did they change it so they were playing Tuesday, Wednesday? And they were trying to avoid NFL Thursday and Sunday. They were trying to avoid weekends. Yeah, and, avoid uh, Thursday. They, I mean, they had to pick one weekend day, and so they sure. basically said we'd rather do Friday, Saturday, and avoid Thursday, Sunday. But now they have to do Thursday and Sunday because of the rain. Well, if you get to a seventh game, and if you if you're playing a seventh game and you can't get anybody to watch. You got problems. Board it up because they might have to. Did yeah. did I see Gibby might start game five? Yes. I saw an- Gibby or uh, or uh, Syndergaard who they might get two innings out of if they want Gibby or yeah they're this this actually helps Philly because they didn't have to squeeze their mm-hmm. their very thin starting staff into uh, into this series. So. Yeah, Gibby or Presley, think- someone's getting a ring. I still, uh, I still uh, like Houston, but it might take six instead of what I thought was going to be five. So, yep. But all right, Pat. Well, we will uh, we'll catch you a couple more times later on this week. You guys can check out Royce Unchained as well on the uh, Royce Unchained podcast feed. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, all right. I forgot to ask how it was uh, Halloween. Uh, we had we had a pretty good turnout of little urchins. Uh, but we didn't get the marauding youth to, you know, usually about 8.15, the, the, the 17 year olds come dressed up like 17 year olds and, uh, and we'll take what you got left, but uh, we didn't get those last night. Well, we are going to do a full dissection of Judd's Twitter play by play on Mackie and Judd today. Oh my so. God. Mm-hmm. So there's a tease for you. Great. It was great. I got an attack. I, I was up early All this morning, like 5.30. I saw your tweet. What are you I doing? Thought about, I thought about the silliness. Uh, you know, the Roman Catholic Church. Today is a holy day of obligation. All Saints Day. That means you're supposed to go to Mass. But they could pick any day for that. That's just a nondescript holiday, right? Well, a day. They put it on Halloween to kind of detract from everybody's fun. They don't want everybody staying up late. It's just like it's just like New Year's Day is a holy day of obligation. The circumcision. That's the they just do that so you can't stay out and get drunk all night. If you're a good Catholic, they want you to have to go to mass the next day. It's all a big scam 
to get you to go to not to stay out all night doing nonsense. They want Those to. Catholic fun police. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it's right. an obligation day today. I didn't even yeah, know that. I forgot. All Saints Day, yeah. Good thing we reminded you, Jeff. Yeah, thank God. It is. Oh, my my mom is not going to be happy. I have been complaining about this since the fourth grade at St. Gabe's. You were right. I was right. Although your life's work right here. You know, you can't stay out too late for Halloween because you got to be at 7 a.m. mass with your mom the next day. Well, (laughs) first of all, that's no, no, no. 930 tops. But the other thing is school the next day. You got to you got to go to the. Go to a Catholic school. The school. You go during school. St. Therese was great. Hey, we're not going to do math today because we're going to do mass. Okay. We used to go over, <laughs> great. At, we used to go over at the nun's chapel, this little chapel that they had that they would do like the early masses. And all was, we'd be in mass with all the nuns that hated me. And my mom would be, you know, that was not good. You know, they were, you know, none of them would say, oh, your son is doing so well, Mrs. Ricey. None of them would have put in a good word for me. It was a, it was a bad situation. Yeah, <laughs> it, was tough. it was tough on the career. <laughs> All right, see you, Pat. All right, that, uh, that Ricey <laughs> session presented by our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They've been around for a long time, over 100 years, helping businesses maximize their level of success through risk management tools and resources. You can find out uh, who your marketing representative is, and a full list of industries that Federated works with and specializes in at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours.